Here's what's coming up on today's show. You can't just go out like day one that you're in the right. industry and get it. You have to have a thousand hours of experience on top of that. You know, so I, I think like that's really important too. So it's just people that carry that designation have to have been, mm-hmm. you know, in the industry for a period of time. It's time for financial advisor Ben Schrock to give you the keys to retiring with confidence. This is Unlocking Your Financial Future. Hello, I'm Ben Schrock, and welcome to another episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. And joining me again today is Colleen LeMasters. Colleen, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. You bet. And uh, so if you missed our last one, Colleen and I discussed the uh, Secure Act 2.0, gave a high-level overview of the original Secure Act, and then also the changes uh, that Secure Act 2.0 is bringing to the table. We just kind of went right down the line, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. there's so many bullet points. Um, There's so much more that details that go into that. And, you know, as you listen to that, listen a couple times over, if you have questions, just reach out Mm -hmm. and give us a shout. So um, pretty cool stuff on that. But uh, our industry is always ever changing. And, you know, as advisors, we're always trying to learn new things and and tackle new chores. And, you know, uh, this uh, episode is all going to be about Colleen and Colleen accomplished (laughs) it. I don't like like talking about myself. (laughs) Too bad. Um, I got the microphone. (laughs) Yeah. so, you know, all about Colleen's uh, uh, newest task that she she accomplished late last year. You know, well, it was over the course of, you know, multiple months, if not years. Um, Colleen uh, took courses and completed her Certified Financial Planner designation, or CFP. Um, first of all, Colleen, congratulations. It's uh, quite the, the, the task to accomplish. So Thank congrats. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're all happy for you. Um, we, we know just how much time and effort goes into that. You know, I don't have the CFP, but... Um, I know the, the rigorous training and, yeah. and it's, it's a lot, so it's tough to juggle that and be a mom and work full Correct. time, do it all, um, <laughs> and get that is, is awesome. So congrats. So Thank you. today we're going to talk about the, uh, certified financial planner designation. What kind of goes into it? Uh, what does it really mean? And, uh, kind of the, the things to look for in our industry with people that have them. So, um, Colleen, let's just kind of start off with that. What was the, the experience of getting the, the CFP like? And, mm-hmm. and the, give me a timeline on how long it took. Because you had the Chartered Financial Consultant, which consists of a lot of the same courses. Correct. But um, the CFP is just, I think, one more it's like uh, it's one a more test. test. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it is a cumulative test. So really, I mean, for both of those designations, you have to first meet an education requirement. Mm-hmm. So that education requirement is you go through various um, principles or topics um, that that relate to like financial planning. So you have financial planning, you have retirement planning, you have I'm trying to think like tax, tax. planning, you know, estate, estate. planning. Um, and really that, I mean, like to me, they also have like the investment planning and risk management yeah. and insurance, you know, and their new thing that they, they came out with too, that they kind of added into the test this past year was really the psychology of financial planning, mm-hmm. which um, honestly, I think is probably the most helpful piece yeah. um, just because we're all emotional, right? We're all emotional about right. our money. So um it's very helpful to kind of help people around that piece. Yeah. And something that we oftentimes take for granted because we're in the industry, right? We're, mm-hmm. We've seen the market go up and down, up and down. Yeah. And granted, we have money exposed, you know, we invest on our own, but also um, taking a step back from the advisor role and putting yourself in the client's chair. I Correct. think that that psychology of it um, is very helpful. Correct. So, so you took the classes past the, what was it, about a six-hour test, Yeah, test. Yeah, so you have to pass the six-hour test, and then on top of that, you have to meet an experience requirement. So 
um, which says that you must complete like a thousand hours of professional experience before you can become a certified financial planner. So that means you also have, you can't just go out like day one that you're in the right. industry and get it. You have to have a thousand hours of experience on top of that. You know, so I, I think like that's really important too. So it's just people that carry that designation have to have been, mm-hmm. you know, in the industry for a period of time. Yeah, and it's kind of like the gold standard in our industry. And and what kind of drove you to um, getting the CFP? What what was that decision? Say, so, yeah, I, I think I'm just gonna. You don't wake up one morning and think, ah, I'm, I want a new test today, a new <laughs> yeah. challenge. Why 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 did you get the CFP? And and what what is it meant to you and your in your business and your practice here? Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of had a long road to the, to the CFP Mm -hmm. and I'll be honest with you. Um, it was kind of interesting because I, I started the classes before I had my first son, Connor, who's now four. Mm -hmm. So you can see, you can see how, how, how that, uh, all transpired. So then I finished the classes and then I was like, I don't know if I can, if I want to sit for a six hour test, I just don't have the time. My husband was in a medical residency, so he was like never home. Mm-hmm. And I was working a lot trying to grow my own personal, you know, book of business. Yeah. And then on top of that, being a mom. So right. it was kind of tough for me. Then the pandemic hit. Yep. I was pregnant with my second. <laughs> I don't know. So all these things just kind of life, trans- happened. life, ha- life <laughs> happened. And then I, it kind of was an aha moment one day. I was like, you know, you did all this studying, yeah. you have everything else. All you need to do is sit for the test. So I finally just decided I'm going to do it. Good. So. Um, that was kind of my long, long road. <laughs> Four-year program. Yeah, Four-year program. <laughs> Second yeah, college yeah, education, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, for most, you can probably get it done in like two years if you, um, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't take breaks. But awesome. um, in there. So I, I think, um, you know, that was kind of the road on that side. And I also thought it would, it would really help me, I guess, um, you know, help my clients, right? Because people come across our debt, like come to us for various problems, issues, and unique unique situations. Mm -hmm. And um, it really has opened my mind to like, you know, other ways that we can think or or maybe just outside the box ways that we can help someone um, through that situation. And then with that, you got to refresh that and take classes, right? Uh, continuing education because you know, our Correct. industry is always changing. And, and uh, how often you got to do that every it's two like years? It's like every two years, okay. yeah, about th- 30 hours or so. Um, every two years, you have to take some in ethics, which, you know, mm. all of like on the insurance side, we also have to do ethics. So that's very common. Um on that side yeah so i guess the main difference of um i mean what's the big you know i guess key item with with a uh a cfp they they because there's multiple ways multiple people can have it in our industry right we talk about it all the time with you know who we are we're a fee-based investment advisory firm Um, we do carry insurance licenses so we can get paid a commission through through those channels of business but for you know when we invest people's money in the market we get paid a, a fee for doing so. So is can fee-based only advisors get CFPs or commission-based combination of both or, yeah. you know, what's kind of, so, anyone can get it? So really all, everyone can, it doesn't matter if you're commission fee-based mm-hmm. or, you know, fee only, you can carry a certified financial planning license. The only thing is you have to disclose your conflicts of interest to your clients, right? Okay. So like, I mean, like we do here because we're a fiduciary firm, we have to have people, you know, sign that, sign off on that, you know, we do have a conflict of interest, yeah. right? We carry insurance license. Sure. So, I mean, that's a conflict of interest in the eyes of all those things. And yep. we get paid a commission from those companies. So same way, you know, if you're just a commission only and um, CFP like broker. or broker, you know, you have to disclose it. That's how you get paid. And, you know, as long as it's disclosed, then it's fine. Right. right? 
so someone that has like you know the commissionable licenses in our industry like actively i'm going to sell you a mutual fund right a series six or seven I'm yeah so your mutual fund and uh get paid a commission or i'm going to put you in a fee-based wrapper um you know i get to decide that right a cfp just has to f- actually disclose that um to them to say hey no i'm selling this today i'm getting paid a commission that's what i'm getting yeah a fee. okay yeah makes sense um where do you see this um you know d- like you said it, it adds another level of of education to, to our business and, and mm-hmm. um but where do you see this being applicable in your practice and meeting with clients um outside the kind of you mentioned the creative cases you can yeah. get into is there like a forum of other cfps you can have access to to talk to um discuss things with yeah so i mean there are like a, there is a forum that you can go to and like you know if you have a weird you know question or something you know and people can give their feedback on it you know the other thing that that i think will be helpful just in, you know, in our practice at BA Schrock Financial Group is just really more of that, some more high level advanced planning topics mm-hmm. that I think will really help people um, going forward. Cause we do, I mean, in my opinion, we do a great job with social security planning yep. for, for retiree, for our clients that are retired and giving that best advice around that. We do a great job tax planning, mm-hmm. um, you know, so I think it's just kind of like that next level, which is really like that estate planning and, and sure. how can we maximize that estate, you know, is really going to be helpful for us going Absolutely. forward. Yeah, and, and and grabbing some of those you know opportunities that exist, you know, obviously it's select clients. When we start talking estate planning, mm-hmm. larger clients, larger estates, and things of that nature. In past, we know enough to be dangerous, right? And, yeah, and say okay, we know now we, we have to involve an attorney. We always have to involve an attorney to, to do some of those things. But you you might have some real life examples or or some you know case studies that have happened. Correct. Um, that you've studied now that you can apply in the real world. Correct. Yeah. Anything else on the CFP that that you want to share or, or talk about? Um, I mean, you know, really, I mean, the biggest thing that they harp on is like ethics, you mm-hmm. know, and that's having uh, the number one thing that they said is like have integrity, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and treat people with respect and they, they just kind of want to harp, you know, make sure that you're doing that on an ongoing basis. So on top of like your education requirements, you also have to meet their code of ethics. And if you don't meet their code of ethics, you can also be you know, those designations can be removed. Strip from it, yeah. And I think that's one of those things, right, where where they want to make sure, I'm sure the CFP board wants to make sure that, you know, they're stamping their their letters of approval on you, right? It's like Correct. the certified USDA, man. Yeah. Boom, we got <laughs> that. You Hope know. I'm not stamped like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's what the CFP yeah. is. It's saying, okay, trust us because I'm a CFP. So someone could easily, someone that isn't ethical, um, you know, or goes down that path, you know, can definitely take advantage of that right take advantage of individuals that that do that so is there a review like a board or Mm -hmm. people like submit complaints to or issues that that um, can be reported to so that people can be monitored and and watched over correct so like um we do have to disclose like if we have any like conflicts right like Mm -hmm. i have to personally disclose that to them um if that were to arise okay Another way people can actually just submit it right on their website, a complaint, and then that goes through like a review board sure. and, you know, goes through all those channels. And then, you know, if they deem that it warrants like a suspension or a revocation, like to, yeah, yeah, you know, then they can do that. So basically, let's just say Joe Schmo walks off the street and doesn't like what you did and files a complaint with you. And you dismiss that and you're saying, yeah, it's nothing. And yeah. then they went and filed one on the board. It probably wouldn't look that good. Or Correct. you just come clean and say, listen, this happened. Yeah. I did nothing wrong. Correct. But it was still filed yeah. here in the office. And you want to make sure that it's you know, oh, just covered. always disclosed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense. 
yeah, I think it's it's a it's definitely a cool thing. It's a cool way to to you know, further your education in our industry, and um, I'm glad you did it, <laughs> <laughs> not me. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, it is. Uh, it definitely is something that adds another element element to our firm as well, like you mentioned. Um, and and I believe it is something really good and beneficial to continue that and further that education. Yeah. I know you're working on Dan too to get his. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So anything else outside the ethics or anything else um, that we missed on the the CFP? No, I, I mean I guess the other thing on like the experience you know requirement, you do have to have a bachelor's degree okay. too. So I think like that's also important. Yeah. You know to note like you can't just. Like typically in our industry, if you just have a high school diploma, you can go and get a securities license, license yep. which I don't think a lot of people know that rule, but mm -hmm. it's the same like in the insurance world, right? All you need to do is be 18 and have a high school diploma and you can get an insurance sure. license. So it actually, you know, that education piece is very, very important to them. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's why they, they pray they hold that, you know, pretty high in there. Correct. So that makes sense. But well, awesome, Colleen. Thank you for for enlightening us on the the CFP designation, the path that it took to get there, and and you know we're excited to see uh, all that hard work get used here. And and um, you know if people have specific questions regarding this, hey, if you're an advisor listening to this and want to talk to Colleen about her journey along there, <laughs> reach out to her. Um, I'm sure she'd be happy to tell you um, exactly what what she did and some of the different study tools and yeah. techniques that you used because. Uh, there's a variety of options out there, I'm sure. Correct, and so. I need to be held. I need to be held down. I'm not very good at the virtual yeah. learning yeah, areas. Yeah. <laughs> so, but again, if you have any questions uh, regarding this, you can always reach out to our office. Reach out to Colleen here at 330-473-1060 uh, regarding the CFP designation specifically. Reach out to her uh, email address is Colleen at bashrock-fg.com, or just have a general question uh, or want to set up a time to meet with any of our advisors here in the office. You can go to our website at, at www.bashrock-fg.com and set up a time with one of us there. So again, Colleen, thanks uh, for joining me and uh, stay tuned for the next episode. Yeah, thank you. Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.